Welcome to Managed Carecast, a podcast by the American Journal of Managed Care. My name is Pearl Steinzer, Assistant Editor with the American Journal of Managed Care. On this episode of Managed Carecast, we speak with Nathan Walker, Chief Executive Officer of Florida Cancer Specialist and Research Institute, otherwise known as FCS. Walker discusses key initiatives and strategic practices that he has implemented to continue providing high-quality cancer care while remaining close to home in a community-based setting. First and foremost, I'd like to introduce Nathan Walker to our Managed Care cast. What are the benefits of integration and bioinformatics in oncology care? And what are top challenges of implementing NGS informatics in community oncology? Bioinformatics as a theme has been around for quite some time. I think today the real opportunity set is the fact that we can actually harness actionable data to better inform decision making for our physician and best inform continuity of care for our patients. That's where you know, I get really excited about the maturation that's happened across the mar- market and the landscape. We will take discrete pieces of data, harness them, put them together and package them up the right way to best, again, inform actionable decisions for treatment for patients every day. Really the big challenge is the fact that it's just that there are so many different pieces of data, so many different systems and ultimately how best to integrate all that together at scale and to do so in a way that is scalable, it's quick, it's normalized is incredibly challenging. So that's where I'm really proud of the work that we've done at Florida Cancer Specialist to really integrate all those discrete pieces with our informatics team and really under the leadership of Dr. Gordon as well to create what we're calling internally as precise, which allows us to do a lot of different things. It's to serve up molecular data from our, from our, from our lab to our physicians to look at the biomarkers, look at the actual mutations, so on and so forth, and ultimately, at the end of the day, do things like best inform those that are, could be screened for clinical trials. To be able to serve all that up to our patients and to our physicians is incredibly powerful. What strategies should oncology practices implement to ensure optimal patient care and management during the ongoing drug shortages? The shortages that we saw with carboplatin and cisplatin in particular this year has been unprecedented. And really what it comes down to is basic blocking tackling, communication, communication, and communication. That's both within your care teams and with our physicians and ultimately with the patients. And ultimately at the end of the day, um, there will likely be another shortage at some point in time. So really preparing ourselves for what can we do to be really thoughtful with our inventory management and ultimately make sure that we're best planning out the treatments and we're prioritizing patients that need these drug shortages today and ultimately who can be uh, potentially managed with different alternatives over time. It really does come down to communication. Mm-hmm. How can oncologists contribute to advocacy efforts that raise awareness about the impact of drug shortages on patient care and drive for meaningful changes on a population level? I like to think of it two ways. It's top down and bottoms up. Top down, really being involved in the advocacy efforts with your local politicians or folks that are on the Hill. And I think there's a lot of great work that is ongoing across the oncology ecosystem. Just really just to put the word out there. At the same time, from a bottom up perspective, really taking a grassroots approach. And what I mean by that specifically is talking to patients and having them talk about their stories and the challenges that they face, really from not only the continuity of care perspective, and particularly having to potentially delay treatments, but ultimately the impact that that has. Think about it, if you're battling cancer and you're having to potentially delay treatment because of a shortage that you have no control over, that's as much about your medical well-being as it's around your mental well-being. It's a tremendous amount of anxiety and under pressure that candidly, with the right level of planning 
and foresight, we can hopefully mitigate to some degree. Can you discuss how value-based payment models tie reimbursement to patient outcomes and quality of care in oncology? Value-based care as a theme has been around for, for, for quite some time. It's really a buzzword. What does value-based care really mean? If you talk to 10 different people, you're probably going to get 10 different answers. Really what it comes down to is making sure that our medical oncologists in the community are best adhering to NCCN guidelines and protocol and doing what is in the best interest of their patients every single day. How do payment models influence the decision-making process for oncologists when choosing treatment options for their patients? At the end of the day, the best treatment option should carry the therapeutic decision that's being made, regardless of what models. The hope and expectation, one thing that we've adopted here at Florida Cancer Specialist, is really um, a holistic model of care that's centered around the patient, the physician, and their family, making sure that we're making the right decision for that patient at that time. And this is where I think there's a tremendous amount of opportunity in front of us really to best align around things like quality metrics. And one of the big challenges with many of the models that are out there today, you pick your flavor of ice cream, on care care model, the EOM, or many of the commercial-based value-based care models that are out there, everybody has a different scorecard, a different metric. The question really becomes is how best you measure success and ultimately what does that mean for the patient, the physician, and the family around them? The enhancing oncology model attracted fewer than half the participants that were still enrolled in the oncology care model at the end of June 2022. What were the chief considerations in evaluating the EOM for Florida cancer specialists? FCS really looked at not only EOM in a vacuum, but how this fits into our broader holistic care model and ultimately what we're trying to achieve from a value-based care perspective. Really what it comes down to, how best do we serve all of our patients in all of our markets every single day to get the right therapeutic decision, the right level of value upstream to the payer and ultimately to the patients. And how you do that is to make sure you have a comprehensive model with metrics that are scalable, that are repeatable, that are accurate. And that's been a big, a big challenge we've looked at many of these different models is ultimately it's so many different variations of different things. And so what we're really trying to do and really focus on is making sure that we have repeatable wins in these metrics and these quality scorecards and a BBC platform that serves all patients. And that's been, I think, one of, one of the challenges, in particular when you look at EOM, is with the, uh, the cancers that are included in that model, it would have severely impacted the number of physicians that we could have seen, uh, patients that we could have seen within the EOM and ultimately serve from a BBC perspective. That's why we're really excited about really doubling down on our MIPS program and continue to serve patients, all patients under Medicare, and also candidly continue to push on our ability to uh, engage with our commercial partners in the same way. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us. If you would like to learn more about how FCS is working to provide quality cancer care across the state of Florida, be sure to check out more of our IVBM event coverage by going to AJMC.com or seeing the show notes. And if you enjoyed the podcast, please don't forget to subscribe and rate us.